beautiful people. You are listening to Wildfire and Flowers with your co-hosts, Vanessa DeMello and Paola Diku, where we explore the delicious topics of conscious living, self-love, and divine embodiment. We are two souls bringing you along on our journey of spirituality and empowerment. So grab your tea, take a mindful breath, and let's flow into the frequency. Thank you so much for joining us. We are Wildfire and Flowers, and we are on episode number one. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for joining us. And today, we're going to be talking all about identity and how do you identify, which is huge, isn't it? Because we're all caught up with identity. You meet a stranger. Or, you know, you go to some event, you know, when those happen and those are a thing again. And someone asks <laughs> you, you know, tell me about yourself or what do you do? And automatically, it's like our brains are just hardwired to be like, oh, I'm a, I don't know, marketing manager. Like, oh, I'm an art director. Oh, I'm this. Straight away like, to your job title. Straight away, identity wrapped up in career. And that mm-hmm. is something that Vanessa and I really want to get honest about and start to dismantle because we do not believe that your identity is what you do. It's not your career. It's not what you do. Emphasis on the do. Mm -hmm. Because we are referring back to the trailer episode. We are not human doings. We are human beings. Yes. I am personally falling victim to this myself Mm -hmm. because for so long I've identified myself by what I do. And everything in relation to me but not necessarily who I am. And that's something that a lot of people, especially myself, I'll speak from my experience, I've sat with that. And it's only until you sit with it that you're really able to come to that level of awareness with it. Otherwise, you end up just in this kerfuffle of distracting your your own thoughts and your own identity away from your actual identity. And you and it gets a, it gets a little messy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love a little chaos. We love a little bit of a mess. That's the human experience for you. Sure. But at the end of the day, like identity is who you are when no one's watching. Who are you when you are on your own? What are you thinking of? What are you aware of? What are you looking to create? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And identity is both those parts of ourselves that we love and then those parts of ourselves that we're not so fond of. Because if you think about it, a lot of the thoughts within our day, they're repetitive. And many of those thoughts that we have are not always so kind. We all know what I'm talking about, that little inner critic or those voices that keep creeping up again and again and again. And you will will repeat this like a cycle over and over. But it's important for to understand that in order to fully embrace and love yourself unconditionally, you really need to embrace all parts of yourself. And that includes the shadow. That includes the inner critic. And you can even give them a name. But it's through conscious awareness and through conscious living that Vanessa and I are constantly bringing up that you start to become aware 
of these voices and what's yours and what's not yours, but it's all tied into identity. You know what I was just thinking, P, when you were talking about, you know, the shadows aspect. So for those maybe who don't know, shadows are essentially those lower vibrational states or those darker parts or certain traumas that you've had dealt with or experienced in your lifetime and understanding those, making peace with those, you know, people call it like your inner demon, the inner critic, those parts that you want to hide away from. I was actually going to say, who are you without your traumas? But your traumas and those darker shadow parts are a part of you and it's how you go about them. And that's what speaks to your identity, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, So you could have gone through that and you can identify yourself as someone who is, you know, a survivor of those traumas and the darker elements. If you also want to identify yourself as being resilient for having gone through that and how you have gone about it and choosing to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, that all speaks to your identity and how you claim to be and who you choose to be and who you want to be and who you are. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's so well said. Thank you. So well said. I'm impressed with myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So essentially identity is who you are in your state of being and not necessarily what you do. Your actions and your doing is a product mm-hmm. of who you are, but sometimes it may not align with your actual true beliefs and what you identify with due to societal and cultural norms. We all have experienced that. And, you know, with that sense of belonging, we all want to be a part of something and belong to something. So we may at some point kind of assimilate in a sense that doesn't necessarily align with us. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. Done that. Every single person, I think, listening to this can resonate. When Paula and I were discussing this topic of identity before we were recording, we were discussing the way in which you are maybe for some folks who go on a first date or a first interaction or even a job interview and they ask, so tell me about yourself or who are you? What do you do? And P and I were just saying that our answer would be something along the lines of, I meditate, I move, I exist, I dream, I love. What do you do? Who are you? What do you bring to the table? (laughs) And imagine, see, the thing is, I think that know your audience, I guess, sometimes. And it's like who you're about to speak to. Because I think if you go to an interview and you say like, I am love, you know, like I love, I love deeply. I, you know. I am, I am love. I am love. I am sentimental. I cry and I scream and I like imagine, you know, like imagine. Like, I be. I be. <laughs> I just be. Um, yeah. Unless you're interviewing to work for like Deepak Chopra, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that's going to land very well. Cater your true authentic self to your audience. It's. It's not necessarily shape-shifting, but it's a clever way of articulating yourself and knowing your audience. Sometimes there's, there's a nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that's not yeah. saying hide parts of yourself, right? Because, like, if <clears throat> you are, you know, if you've reached a point on your spiritual journey where you, you know, are so confident 
to just like introduce yourself to people as love. Like I am, I am just the embodiment of love. Like honestly, all the power to you. Um, That's like Diddy. (laughs) Diddy does. Change his name to love. Love. Iconic. You know, or like if you're Marianne Williamson, it makes sense. It makes sense that that's how you introduce yourself. We want to be remembered and we want to be seen in a certain way. And there may be folks who perceive you and their perspective is not aligning necessarily to how you identify yourself. You can't necessarily change that. But as long as you are sticking to your authentic, intuitive, identity and story that is what you are able to produce and bring into the world and act on that and that is a wonderful thing in itself it's beautiful I think I really like that of like how you're remembered because I think something really important to note is that people will always remember how you made them feel and as opposed to really you know something that you said and the reason that I tie this up even with identities because I think feeling and how you want to feel in a day, I think that's often taken out of the equation. You know, like, do I want to channel like creative energy? Do I want to channel a lot of joy? Do I want to channel a lot of curiosity, a lot of that childlike wonder? You know, like, depending on what you want to channel, just like all these feelings and qualities that exist inside of you already. I think that's also very wrapped up in who you are as a human being. And through that, mm-hmm. just the experience that you end up having as a result of that. Mm-hmm. We're very multifaceted and layered people. We're like onions, you know? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shrek. <laughs> we are <laughs> onions. Thank you, Shrek. Thank you. With all those multifaceted layers and different identities that we have, it's almost like we have different alter egos. So, for example, one day you want to maybe dress a certain way and the other the next day you wake up and you're like, I'm feeling like this, so I want to present myself in this way and it aligns with how I'm feeling today. And I think that's dope. That's super awesome. We're not static people. We grow each day and we learn and we develop and we curate this amazing identity as we go along in our lives. But there are some core and innate values and belief systems that are very rooted in Mm -hmm. us that carry us through our lives as well, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Change is the only constant. I'm this person today. I'm this person tomorrow. It's still you. It's all you. Like I believe that change is a part of it. And not to mention that the people that you associate with, okay, this is one of the biggest ahas that I've had in the past year. And I really want every single listener to take this away. I want everyone to take a look at who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Are you being intentional with the people and the friends that you have in your life right now? Because the people that surround you, they impact you. They influence you. Your energies, no matter how, you know, I think strong you are in yourself to, you know, like this is them and this is me. No matter what, the people that you hang out with, of course that it's going to impact you. Of course that it will, to some level, influence you. So just think about that. Like, think about if they're aligned with you. Wow. We are very connected individuals and we do thrive on connection. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is important. This is something I've been told my whole life and I do believe that it's true. 
Influence is one thing, is inspired is another as well. Inspired can be a bit more connected to that tethered element of yourself, whereas influenced can be a bit more seen as a fleeting aspect of yourself. So maybe something you're trying out and seeing if that works for you and who you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. I think that's okay. And I agree totally with what you said that change is the only constant. That's something that took me a very long time to come to a sense of peace with (laughs) because I'm the type of person that at least who I was, was the type of person that liked to have one thing just kind of set and ready. And that I know is the formula. Once I knew that was the formula, then I believed everything else would be in tune to that. But I also forgot that I change, life changes, everything around me changes. And that's okay. It is nice when there is something that is consistent and sustainable. And the only thing that is consistent and sustainable is yourself. <laughs> Plot twist. Paula and I thought it would be really cool, since we're talking about identity, to write a little something-something about ourselves and read it out to you. I want to preface before I read my little piece on <laughs> myself. It's taken me a while to get to this point of understanding And coming to terms with I am who I am in this moment and I'm able to claim certain characteristics and beliefs and values at this point in time and they may change over time because that's life. But these are the things that I've noticed are quite consistent in myself and things that I love and I am proud of. So, ahem. I am Vanessa a wild-hearted butterfly, a lover of life, aesthetics, and authenticity. Soulful conversations where I can articulate myself with conviction breathe life into me. I have a passion for learning and understanding the whys in life, as well as the energetic balance that lives within us all, yearning for harmony. I'm a believer in social justice that hugs and nature are healing, sleep is medicine, smiles are contagious, and that intuition is our spiritual connection to source. I am a dancer, an artist, an avid reader, and I can get a little poetic with my words sometimes. <laughs> I feel full mind, body, soul, spirit alignment when I flow on my yoga mat, meditate, dance, or do breath work. In these moments, of stillness and movement, I'm aware of my vibrant aliveness. I seek freedom in all that I do and all that I am. I love music, whether it's creating fun playlists, jamming in the car, moving and eye-gazing while singing lyrics, or simply feeling the artist's raw emotions through a melodic vibration. Candles, crystals, oils, and incense contribute to my radiant aura. I love to travel and explore, whether it's my own internal universe, someone else's beautiful mind, or this vast earth. Creating herbal tea blends, eating delicious foods, picnics, and nurturing my loved ones with food and an experience fulfills my highest levels of joy. It's important for me to integrate connection to the divine feminine and immerse myself in sensual embodiment 
daily. I am the definition of dichotomy when it comes to my personality. I have an appreciation for structure, organization, and logic. And I thrive in delving into the creative wild and lustful depth of fiery, abundant moments. I love enclosed spaces, but cannot stand to feel suffocated. I love to flow around others and their energies, but I need time and solitude to center and ground myself. Sustainably consistent relationships are mandatory and also require fireworks, spontaneity, and adventure. I believe playfulness and pleasure is expansive. I believe opportunities are everywhere. And I believe in protecting my individuality and my peace. I am a disruptor of generational chains, and I honor my sacred ancestral guides. I am a woman of faith, an empath, and carry leadership qualities. I am a student of life, a lover of my Sagittarian wildfire, and gardener of the flowers that bloom within and around me. Snap, 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 like poetry, the end of poetry, snap, I want to hear about you. Oh, wow. Okay, so (laughs) my turn. Mine is a lot more free flow than Vanessa's because I guess an important quality, it's not important, it's just a quality of mine is that I'm very um, spontaneous and I'm very just Mm -hmm. what I'm feeling in the moment. I'm not very much a planner. I am very intuition based so whenever I get questions of like where do you see yourself in x amount of time and while I have dreams and aspirations and visions of what I love and what I want most of the time I'm just like I don't know like depends how I'm feeling (laughs) (laughs) you're so in your feminine flow into it and yes all right so um I am a mermaid. The end. <laughs> uh, love to see it. Amazing. <laughs> Aerial vibe. Amazing. No, okay. Beautiful. So, I mean, um, the inner five-year-old inside of me would answer this by saying that I am the mermaid and that I love colors and sparkles So if I were to just name out, list out even just a few words that, you know, I really resonate with in qualities, it's always creative experimentation, playfulness, really sort of embracing the innermost imagination that's in my mind and allowing that creative energy that's inside of me to flow freely. So since I was a little girl, I was an artist. I was always creating with my hands. I was always, you know, like gluing things together, painting, paper mache. Like I loved arts and crafts. I loved art attack. So, you know, as part of my identity and what I resonate with, it's actually really important for me to mention that. I am that little artist um, and I've like learned to really embrace her and take care of her. And when I have this like creative urge, which I often do. And the thing is that like my artistic tendencies have seeped into what I tend to do in life and how I tend to view life because I always look for the beauty around me. I'm always, 
inspired even just by conversations with people but not just you know like what did you do today i really love to get deep in someone's sort of inner world and just like find out what is it that makes you feel alive what is it that lights you up what is it that scares you like i'm definitely that person in gatherings that always ends up having some philosophical insightful conversation in the corner of the room or like if there's a fire by the fire which is like yeah talking about the universe you know and just um life itself and again the human experience right i'm definitely very curious i'm a very curious being i feel very deeply i am very empathetic and I've really learned how to trust my intuition and trust my gut because that was something that I often didn't pay attention to because we're all so in our heads, aren't we, right? We think with our heads, we use our heads on a daily basis. But when you wake up and realize that you're so much more than your mind, like you're not your mind, you are so much more than that. You're so much more than all those thoughts that are just taking up space in your brain. That's sort of when I've even, I guess, had my own little awakening of realizing and connecting with that I'm a soul, I'm my heart, I'm my gut, I'm my intuition, and I am my soul, and I am a soul. That is how I resonate with the most. I have this little painting in my room that says there's a universe inside of you, and I always look at that and I think about that because I truly do, I believe that, I feel that, that we're all stardust, we're all these energetic creative beings and i think that's so beautiful the way that i look at life and again all of this creative energy that i've you know been channeling more and more throughout the years that definitely seeps into you know what i do as a photographer i have a very deep love for water i am a cancer and i'm not sure sometimes i think like how much does that play into it you know that i'm so water and sentimental and intuitive I've definitely always felt most um, at ease when I'm beside water and in water, which has actually led me to pursuing um, underwater photography, which is very cool. I've always been inspired by photographing like strong female characters, and I've always been inspired by movement and color and fairy tales. Since I was a little kid, right, I was always like, my imagination was running wild, so... Even as an adult, I have to say that I can't say that I've changed all that much. And it's been a journey of remembering. I'm deeply passionate about connecting to our inner child, which has also led me into, you know, the inner child coaching that I do at this given moment in time. Every single day when I wake up, I want to channel my love for life. I want to wake up, look around me, and feel grateful. I want to be surrounded by people that inspire me, people that light me up. And that's why I brought this up earlier, because it's so important. The people that you're around, they will impact you. They'll impact your energy. So it's being very selective about who those people are. I'm a light. I'm an artist. I'm a free spirit. I'm both the wild woman and the queen and the witch and the whatever other archetypes are not coming to mind right now. <laughs> the maiden. All aspects of the goddess archetypes. 
Oh, I feel that even the way we articulated our identities really speaks to our identities. Yeah. <laughs> the way you just like free float. I'm like, here is a poem that I wrote about yeah. myself. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> let me that. see what comes up. Well, now that you folks have a bit more insight into your co-hostesses of Wildfire and Flowers and understanding or deeper understanding of our identity, we encourage you to do this exercise for yourself. Yeah. So if you're unsure, like you're sort of having a little bit of a, what is my identity? What am I even interested in? What do I love? I don't know. I think maybe there's just too many voices around you and there's too many other beliefs that to be honest, probably don't belong to you. They're not yours. So why don't you do a little exercise for yourself? Take yourself out on a date and go to a bookstore, a little local bookstore if you've got one somewhere where you are. Go in and just follow your intuition to whatever section you're being called to. Even during this time, since uh, things might be a bit more virtual, feel free to go onto your online bookstore or something like that and see what uh, section um, or category is calling you. That's it. And whatever's calling you, whatever you land on, whatever, wherever you feel yourself drawn, buy that. Get that book because there's a reason that you're drawn to it. There's some quality within that book, some topic, even if it's a fiction book, I think there's something there. Maybe you see yourself in one of the characters and that's why you picked it up. Maybe you admire something from that character. Just go to, you know, whether it's online or in person, I highly recommend this activity. Love that. I feel like that's a healthy way of seeking your identity outside of yourself because that's like the journey of looking inwards through literature. That's beautiful. If you buy yourself a black notebook, keep it beside your bed. And also start collecting magazines. And every single night or whenever you're in the mood, go through those magazines and cut out an image that inspires you. Cut out something that you're drawn to and paste it in that black notebook. And keep doing this and keep doing it and keep doing it. And when you ruffle through that black notebook, you have collected your inspirations, you've collected little pieces of you, your interests are on this little black notebook. May I inquire as to why mm-hmm. you recommend a black notebook? It doesn't have to be black. I was just thinking black. Okay. <laughs> black just seemed classic, but like some whatever notebook. Love that. So kind of in connection to identity, I feel something that else is very apparent is your name. That is who you are. That is what you are called as. That's what you are seen as. So in this part of the world, in North America, your last name is your family name. And there's an identity to your patriarchal lineage, the male lineage. And that's something that's interesting that there's like ancestral connection. And your first name also may have something that is connected to you as well. So For me personally, my last name is DeMello. That is originally a Portuguese last name because my family is originally from Goa and Goa was colonized by the Portuguese. So there's some history there. And my first name being Vanessa actually means butterfly. Mm. What? (laughs) How appropriate. Um, Meaning uh, transformation, renewal, hope. And 
it's a Greek origin. So yeah, that's a bit about my name. P, tell us about you. So my last name is Diku, and my roots and origin are Romania. I was born there. I'm not too sure what it means. I know that there is a German last name called Dick, and sometimes I'm wondered if like Diku comes from that word. My first name, Paula, means small, and it's a Latin name. I remember for a very long time, I knew that it meant small, but I never liked that because my initial reaction was like, what? Small? I don't want to be small. But I've really grown, first of all, an appreciation for it. I don't look at it as, number one, even that it's a bad thing, but also I actually have such a deep love for these small pleasures of life. I have such a deep love for like small acts of kindness for the small moments, the just the little things. So I actually resonate really deeply with that word because I find that most of life and life itself is those little moments. They add up and they're beautiful. It's not always some grand party or some grand event. Life's not a movie. It's those little things. I think it would be a cool exercise as well if you listeners even took a dive into asking your caretakers, parental figures, or even Googling what your name means and seeing if you identify with the meaning or if you see that there is some sort of alignment with your personality or your current identity. I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. And connecting with your roots. So to tie everything together, that concept of identity and who you are how you feel in that moment is so integral. You are who you are. You are your connections. You are who you are surrounded by. You are your roots. You are your ancestral lineage. Mm -hmm. uh, you are your location in the moment, your age, your you know ethnicity, your culture. These are all beautiful things that you can identify with. And I think that's a beautiful thing these qualities that you hold, your belief system and your values as well, whatever connection to faith or source that you have or don't have. As long as there is integrity in your truth, that intuition will be a consistent guide of your identity and whatever you are passionate about in that moment. That is what you are here for. Your identity is tied to your experiences. So continue to experience and grow and don't be so afraid to detach from certain elements of your identity because it happens and that's life and it's that, cool. That is mm -hmm. life. Just be kind to yourself because who has all the answers? We're all searching. We're all learning. Every single day is a learning opportunity. Every single day, like Vanessa said, it's that onion. We're all onions and we peel back another layer. Relationships mm -hmm. will teach you so much about yourself. Your friends can teach you. If you feel called to diving into your own spiritual journey, you will learn so much about yourself. But be kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself through the process. There's no finish line. Like we're, we're all going through this together one day at a time. Wherever you find yourself in the world right now, however you're feeling right now, it's all okay. It's okay to feel everything. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's great to be happy. That is the human experience. The most important takeaway you can have is be compassionate and love yourself one day at a yeah. time. 
one moment yeah. at a time, love yourself and fall in love with yourself more and more and more because there's only one of you and you are special. Oh, beautifully said. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is how we will be closing off episode numero uno. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We're so grateful for your presence. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. That is a wrap on today's episode. And we will see you soon. So stay tuned. Sending lots of love and light your way.